0: Hello everybody and welcome to the 46th episode of the Alien vs Predator Galaxy podcast. This is your regular host, Corporal Hicks, and joining me today are my usual cohorts, Ridged Up. Hello again everyone. And Xenomorphin. Hi. And this is actually a bit of a, you know, it's an interruption in our scheduling, because our next episode was planned to be about William Gibson's Alien 3, but we decided to do an impromptu short one, following the news that Neil Blomkamp's Alien 5 alien 3.2 or whatever might not be as certain a thing as a lot of people were hoping for so somebody tell me what happened
1: so just at random i mean we've had little comments from the actors sigourney weaver and michael bean the last year or two talking about how good the script was and uh, i think james cameron talked about it as well as did ridley scott and uh but neil bloomkamp has been pretty silent about the whole thing ever since it was announced to be on hold uh however uh, sometime recently someone hit him up on twitter and asked him if uh, like what are the chances of the alien project happening and he responded slim and that was it so it looks like this probably is not going to happen
0: i think there's always been some concern over you know when it would happen if we'd actually get it because for a long time there was like a, a nine month nine eight month period between them blomkamp sort of announcing that he was working on the film and when we actually heard something from ridley scott who was producing it scott had said that the intent was that he would do prometheus 2 i think it was paradise lost at that point was what it was known as he would do that film first and then after that was done um, alien camp Alien 3.2, whatever would come out. So, you know, there's there's been a lot of sort of uncertainty up until that point about what had happened. So then we got that news from Scott, that comment. I forget how long after it happened, but eventually Blomkamp had announced that it, it was on hold, pending completely on hold pending Prometheus Two. And so in in August of 2015, Bloody Disgusting first reported that Alien 3.2 was being held back by Prometheus Two. No, no real sort of concrete details about it. I think the general gist of it was they just didn't want two films coming out at the same time, and they'd uh, they'd suggested that Alien Five would be would be filming in uh, this year 2017 for a release next year obviously that's not going to happen because now um bloom camp's working on the gone world i think it is and uh, weaver will be working on the avatar film i, I can't quite remember when number two is supposed to be filming is it is it this year avatar avatar 2 yeah
1: who knows <laughs> we will see we better get the on he's given
0: a lot of different
2: dates mm. for that uh... okay
1: we also don't know how extensive her um,
2: part day. is going to be. Yeah, and it's meant to be two and three that she's
1: scheduled before, but it could just be cameos for all women. By the way, are you sure it was August? Because I remember he posted the, the picture of that modded pulse rifle in October of 2015, and we were all still kind of expecting it to come out then, weren't we?
0: Well, um, Bloody Disgusting had said in August that it was being held back. A couple of days later, Bloomkamp posted on Twitter that it wasn't. It wasn't, that wasn't the case. But then, fast forward to the end of October, is when camp told everybody that it, Alien 5 was delayed, pending quotation marks, Paradise Lost, Prometheus 2, Covenant, whatever. So, it, apparently, it had been rumbled for a while, till it eventually rolled its way down to
1: camp to who told everybody... No. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, fans are going to be very mixed about this whole thing, because I know a lot of fans were very against the idea of a retcon. Personally, I was curious as to how it would be done, because Bloomkamp himself said he didn't want to erase 3 and 4, mm. that uh, somehow it would be explained of this being alternate. Now, how he was going to do that, it's hard to figured it out maybe someday we'll know though if if this doesn't get made get made then then maybe uh we'll find out more about it either way Hmm. the news of the um slim chance as pretty much within anything
0: to do with this film i think has been pretty split because i think there's no denying that the whole reason this film was even greenlit was because of the reaction that blumkamp had managed to elicit online you know there was massive massive amounts of positive reaction to the concept art oh
1: yeah some of the best concept art alien related ever really mm-hmm.
0: and, and we, we talked about this in i think it was episode 25 something like that when it when it was coming out so a lot of people were really looking forward to it but then when it seemed like it was a reality a lot of people started you know speaking out against it as well and just from sort of looking at this news that we we shared on uh, we shared the article on our facebook page and you know just looking at it in a vacuum on that particular that particular post it's split near enough down the middle you've got about about 300 people three four hundred people who were upset and angry about the um, about about the the chance that this might not be happening and you've got you know about three three and a half people who uh, seem quite happy about it so this is a weird one because you know i'm, I'm quite i was in two minds about it myself and I'm in two minds about this this news as well. I I I love the idea that we'd would see more you know more alien films, more more of the beast up on the screen. I especially love the possibility that I'd get to see Michael Bean again, you know, rocking a pulse rifle. I was really 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 hesitant about the whole retcon angle. It's it's not something I wanted. And it's not something I, I particularly felt was suitable for an alien. I, I, I just didn't like the I just didn't like the idea of an alternate continuity. Yeah, I feel terrible because I feel so um I feel so bad for the people that were really looking forward to it. But on one hand, I'm kind of like, yay, no parallel universe thing going off here.
1: You know, when when they announced it would it was going to be put on hold or or Neil did shortly thereafter they announced Covenant. I I kind of knew like these these are older actors and this premise is only going to work so long. So, I mean, I'm on the same page as you. I was excited about it, but at the same time, I didn't know how they would pull it off without invalidating 3 and 4, which, again, like you said, it's kind of split down the middle. A lot of fans would be like, well, good riddance. Those movies are terrible. But I think Alien 3 has especially has really gained a cult following. A lot of people probably would have been upset if it had just blatantly uh, trampled over the those films in terms of being in, in the continuity. So it really would have depended on how he handled that and how he explained it, because they couldn't have just... Done that without somehow mentioning it in the the story of the film or the context of the film, like a a divergence point, I guess that that created this different continuity or something like that. I don't know. It is a shame because a lot of people were stoked about this. It was widely reported. On the internet a lot of people wanted to see hicks and ripley back together again like they could care less about the continuity they just wanted to see those two characters back together again which honestly i was more interested in neil bludkamp style i still think he's one of the most up-and-coming sci-fi directors of our day so even if this doesn't end up being made i still hope to see him involved with the alien franchise in some fashion in the future yeah
0: i completely agree with you i'd be quite happy with him just doing something completely different in in the alien universe i mean from what we know the film started as not a retcon anyway in the first place you know it didn't Mm. it didn't feature ripley and hicks to start with and it was his sort of working with with weaver on chappy that led to it changing direction
2: yeah it it needs to be pointed it's it's not him that decided it was sigourney weaver that seems to from what everything that's been released so far she seems to have been the um the prime motivator behind taking that Kind of take on it, and um, he he gets it in the neck a lot for that. But it's it's really Weaver who has been the person who's been involved throughout the entire continuity so far. That she has defended Alien Three up to the very hill. I, I'm not sure anyone has defended it as much as she has. But you know, she was the one who who seems to have fully endorsed and convinced him to go down that road. Um, I mean, that in itself is an interesting facet of this whole
1: project.
0: If the film doesn't get made, I do hope we get to learn a bit more about, you know, what he was going to do and what he was going to do originally. I really hope that comes out.
1: I think uh, if it doesn't get made then they should do like a, a graphic novel or something, or a book, I would think. Because if, if the script has been that high praised by people that have been close to this franchise, the actors and some of the creators, then I, I think that story should be told in some fashion, even if it can't be in film form.
0: Hmm. It'd be nice. It'd be especially nice to see it. I mean, it's like you say, because Weaver has pretty much any chance that the topic's been brought up, you know, she's really, really gone on about how, how good the script is and how she thought it was, like, um, the most fitting ending for Ripley. And Cameron, you know what, this is a word I'd never really heard of until he'd started going on about it. called it gangbusters. I'd, <laughs> I'd never heard of that one to uh, describe something as being awesome. But yeah, I'm totally with you, Richard. It's
2: it's weird in so far as it's one of those rare occurrences where, like, for a film project, it's when they say all the stars aligned, and and for this one, it kind of did. Where you had Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean, they would, the, I think, even Carrie Henn said a few things. I think you had Cameron praising the script. You also had a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, Ridley Scott is behind this." Back in September. 2015, Ridley Scott said on um, the Daily Beast, "We have Neil Blomkamp's Alien, which will be out in 2017. We have, we just have the first screenplay draft in so far, but it looks pretty good. And he was meant to serve as producer. So I think Ridley Scott, he he hinted he thought it was good as well. And you had all these various things and it seemed like everything was coming together. And it's now just like the last hurdle, Covenant is wrapped." Is this going to go in production? It's just like it's fallen at that hurdle, and that's that's what kind of it makes it feel like it's just at the last moment it's got diffused. Yeah, it is it, one of those weird moments where everybody in potentially involved and like we saw the pulse rifle mod it had been put together and everything was aligning, and then no, we're not going
1: to do it. So it's 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 uh, it's a weird. It just feels weird. Yeah, it was very strange feeling especially with him revealing that pulse rifle because i was you know it seemed like the movie was ready to start filming in a few months at that point yeah. like i was wondering okay how far into pre-production is this if they already have props Th- that that would be another interesting thing if anything else was created like storyboards mm. or other props that that's that's another question and and yeah i can see how some people would think that oh you know ridley just wanted his own vision of the franchise but but like you were saying with him this and planning on producing it that kind of uh that's confusing as well so this is more likely a a studio level thing but even that is confusing because the hype was clearly for this over covenant and i would say still is to be honest so we'll we'll have to see again a, a lot of the future of the franchise just hinges on uh, Covenant does and how the Predator does for for that one. But I don't know if they could still do it. I think the actors may be too old to play those roles at this point. I don't know. What, what do you guys think about that as far as their age goes? Do you think they could still pull it off or how how old are they?
0: Just to sort of pull it back a little bit. To what you're on about with Ridley Scott and everything in the studio, I do think there was a lot of probably backdoor politicking that we just we just don't know about. You know, I think I think it probably been a legitimate concern for them not to want to bankroll two alien films at the same time, especially when one's going off doing its own new continuity and one would be coming in and potentially you know overriding um, the old continuity. And they, these films can't be cheap. They can't be cheap. I mean, Prometheus was how much was Prometheus? Hundred and something million to make
1: yeah and that that concept art that bloom Kemp did had some very you know it, there would have been a lot of visual effects mm. in the film
0: so you know i honestly i think it was a case of I, they wanted to see how well covenant would do before they committed to doing another film and like you said ridley was praising it and and there was another there was another comment about I think it was Weaver said it that Ridley wanted to get pretty hands on with uh, with Bloomcamp and with Weaver in producing the the other film so you know taking that into account yeah I suppose you can blame him for that but can't fault him for wanting to finish winding down on Covenant before no. he jumps on starts working on on number five so I, I really don't think there's any sort of vindictive jealousy going off here um, or anything like that.
2: I mean, we can come up with conspiracy theories, but it might simply be Blomkamp was expecting to hear back from someone and they just haven't contacted him and he his it might be that his mentality is with nobody's got back to me about this and I, I've told that I've left messages they they haven't maybe i'm I'm gonna presuppose the chances now and it might be next week they say hey we we want make this film now with the other things wrapped and we want to go green light it might come as much of a surprise to him as anyone we don't know What's why he the said here? the chances it might just be he's in the same boat as the rest of and he's just assumed because look back to the um i think it was on ain't it cool news when they did the one of their um phone interviews with james cameron and he said when he was doing he was beginning to script an alien five that him and ridley scott was gonna work together and they
0: just called
2: him yeah, yeah yeah and he said that nobody bothered to get back in contact with him but i'm sure if you, you would have asked someone at, at Fox about it. They'd have said, oh, yeah, we, we just thought he was getting on with it." So it could simply be one counts making an assumption. And, you know, he's got experience in the business, so he's thought, usually they get back to me within a certain amount of time. They haven't got back to me, the ergo, as slim chances. It, we, we're not privy to anything. I I've, I will say, I, I think I said this last time when we were discussing this project, because Sigourney Weaver was... As I said, she was responsible for changing the story because he, he talked to her on the set of Chappie about her experiences. I have a suspicion that she informed him about because... The kind of fan he is, she informed him about some of the things that Scott and Cameron were going to do for Alien Five, and some of that might have been worked into this story. I really want to find out about what was planned if this never gets going cinematically. I don't know if the graphic novel will be the kind of thing to do, but one of the reasons I feel uh, about this is. It's just the kind of things we've heard about, like he was going to do it in the... Alien Isolation has completely changed the way he was going to present this. He's the one person with the chance of helming this who's been reiterating the need to return to psychosexual subversiveness and, you know, gigas aesthetics. I would want... I just want to find out what was... what we would have got if we aren't going to get... and knowing that it might not happen now, it's, it's that... because we've never found out what Peter Briggs last draft for AVP was that's locked away in a vault somewhere will we ever get to know what was going to happen with it or will it be locked away in a vault and it's just one of those things it's it's just within reach and we're just you know it's not for us to say so it's definitely a feeling of I can't generate enthusiasm yet for Covenant but you know when I see it I might love it but I'm not excited for Bloom Camp's project but I, I really want to know what was what's been planned for it and it's hmm. now that it's just one of those things where whoosh, we're going to take it out of reach for you and you're never going to know it's, <laughs> it's just real
1: frustration you know <laughs> yeah I, I agreed.
0: I, I kind of feel like there might be a chance that this is sort of Bloom Camp Trying to regenerate interest again. I mean, like like I said earlier, you know, I, I feel that the, the the reaction online to his concept art was what helped to get this film greenlit. And obviously, there's some stalling going off. Whatever's happening behind the scenes, you know, we don't know about it. But obviously, something's happening. No. I kind of feel like this might be him trying to stir the pot again and get everybody, you know, get get that fifty percent of the uh, the fan base going. Whoa, what's happening here? Come on, we wanted this
2: film. Couldn't he do that just as simply by putting another bit of concept art or
0: something like. uh, maybe but just imagine have you, have you seen some of the outrage of, of this possibility i mean i think you generally get more oh with, yeah it's
2: possible mm,
0: you get more of a reaction from the negative side of things i guess don't don't you think that tends to be mm. the way i mean obviously we do it ourselves sometimes when we're chatting you know we, we have a good bitch rather than waxing lyrical over stuff it's just easier to be um easier to be negative. So, I don't know, it's just a sort of sneaky suspicion I kind of have that he's just trying to get everybody riled up again and get them all whinging at Fox and saying, come on, make this make this film. I mean, obviously, we can't expect him to just sit there and wait for his chance to make Alien 5 and Weaver can't sit there and wait for it. She's got her own stuff to do and Blomkamp's moved on to do his own, his new film. Yeah,
2: know. it could be just he's thinking about because this has come up in the forums as well. People have said, well, because when I said earlier about everything seems to be coming together at that time, like all the you know, Weaver, Bean, all the rest of it, their schedules were kind of like clearing up, it was just coming together in that way as well, and it could be that he's just coming to the conclusion himself, like a lot of people have been saying in the forums, that well, you know, Weaver's now doing this, um, Michael Bean's going to be doing that, I think some other people he might be interested, maybe Lance Henriksen I don't know, they've got other things to do and he's maybe thinking Thinking, well nobody's got back to me about this but from my point of view as a director i need all these people to be able to be involved and it's slipping away it's slipping away. and maybe three ambiguous just saying slim it's like he doesn't he doesn't want to um
0: can't commit to it
1: Touching briefly upon their ages, Weaver is 67 and Bean is 60. I have no doubts about, you know, them being youthful people and capable actors, but do you think they could still do these roles if this movie wasn't going to be filmed for another two or three years? I
0: think it'll always be a concern for people. I mean, without knowing too much about the story and what's obviously going to be required of them, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say too much about it. And there's also a slight chance that, I mean, it might sound silly, but, you know, that extra time might be enough time for them to push de-aging technology again anybody who's seen mm. anybody who's seen rogue one well, they have yeah. seen the um i can't remember his name peter cushing that was cushing. it yeah and then recreating him digitally and uh, de-aging carrie fisher spoilers by the way yeah <laughs> i was gonna say spoilers
1: oh come on any star wars fan has seen that movie yeah. already so
0: and i i think Obviously, it didn't. It wasn't perfect. I mean, obviously, there were there were times when you could really sort of tell it was it was CG, but there were other times when it looked great. And that technology has come a long way since you know Tron Legacy and um,
1: Benjamin Button.
0: Benjamin Button, yes, yeah. and even you know X Men Friggin Origins that looked awful.
1: You mean um, the Last Stand? They've de-aged him in Wolverine as well. Yeah, oh. I,
2: I think it made. There was a big breakthrough with um, Ant Man with. Um... Douglas in that. Yes,
0: yes.
2: Because a lot of of people said, oh wow this is suddenly a lot better. In Rogue One, when I was reading a lot of the reviews, there does seem to be a schism with like 50% of people thinking it was really obvious CGI and the other 50% which i was in thinking it you know i was blown away by seeing peter cushing there there were like real prolonged close ups for me as someone who you know it, the guy was still alive when i, I was in my childhood and i kind of like grew up with peter cushing i was blo- i know someone who met him in person he he said he was blown away when he saw it up there i think they should have got the voice actor from the um cgi rebels to do the voice work but um the actual visuals i was really impressed with cushing it would come down i think in this project to weaver would obviously be on screen for a huge amount of time a lot longer than peter cushing would be mm. with this would that would have to be factored into the budget in a way which if she's just playing herself at her age she is now it wouldn't have to be I think before when we discussed this, we we agreed Weaver, uh, if you look at her recently, she still looks fine. Michael Bean, he would be covered in that prosthetic stunt, you see on the yeah on the, on the concept art anyway. So me personally, I don't think it's much of a barrier visually in terms of maybe kind of the stunts they're doing. Well, you know, look not at... They're necessarily going
0: to do their own stunts anyway, yeah, are they? The, yeah,
2: we, we don't. know. yeah, exactly. But also you just look at like Peter Capaldi in Doctor Who he's technically looking like he's doing a lot but i'm sure off screen because of his age they're doing it in such a way that they're you know the the guy isn't a spring chicken but they're working it around his you know physical constraints and whatever but on screen he looks like an action star so i i think i don't think it's going to be much of an issue if it's like two three years down the line as you say it depends on what they do and i think the only action thing we've seen in the concept art is ripley's got like a suicide vest on and she's holding a button and Mm -hmm. hicks is holding a gun and just yeah he's just like shooting a gun isn't gonna require a lot of leaping about and whatever so me personally i don't think age is going to be an issue but budget might if they are going to de-age them and i don't think they are
0: regardless of what they're doing i'd still expect some sort of bridging scene between aliens and, and whatever this ends up being. So, you know, I kind of fully expect to see something in there somewhere, even if it's just a minor bit of the aging And it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm like I'm like you guys. It's it's no real concern to me because of pretty much everything Xenomorphins just said, you know, Hicks is going to be scarred up. Uh, Weaver still looks great anyway.
2: Surprisingly
1: good, yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: agreed. They have stunt guys for a reason, you know, so Yeah, yeah, true. It's, it's no real bother to me.
1: No, I think that that technology is right there you know it's right on the border especially with other films too like terminator genesis you can oh, yeah, just what fantastic. they're doing yeah. Is...
2: yeah i i didn't care much for the story but the actual making arnold look younger it it looked it looked right there
1: yeah Hmm. but there is that thought like you were saying the stars kind of aligned for this and and has that moment passed like even if this movie does eventually come out will it ever be what it could have been another thought i had was they could just make it fully cg animated like uh, i know that could be ridiculous Mm because you know we need practical effects but movies like beowulf i don't know if you guys saw that yeah i loved that that was really well done yeah there's there's been a number of movies that have had near photorealistic CG. I mean, you could still tell they were animated films, but something like that. So it could be just presented as more of like an alternate universe type story because I think that could have been one of the main causes of trepidation on Fox's part is they've had a concerted effort in recent times to make everything cohesive and fit together. So if there's this one big thing that comes in that breaks the continuity, it's like, you know, where do they go from there? So I wonder if that was the, the primary thing was them having cold feet about Without, yeah. you know, breaking the continuity completely. Mm,
0: that's a fair point actually.
1: I think there's weight to that,
0: yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard rumblings about them wanting to be much more cohesive with what they're doing, you know, in the films and the expanded universe. I mean, just just think of the, the Wayland yutani report they've put out. Half of that would be you know, they made a, every, everybody made a big deal out of it, you know, all the publishers didn't you know, the fancy editions and all that sort of stuff and then this film suddenly comes out and half of it's not quite valid. I don't mean you know, it's really hard to say without... But, now yeah,
2: in. but, I mean, we we did hear the the rumblings that we got from, I think there was a Sigourney Weaver interview where she she basically tried to set everyone's... You know, we all had doubts as if this is going to be a complete retcon or what, because Uncant was saying it won't erase those films, and yet other people saying, well, it, it will.
0: Nothing he does is going to erase them.
2: Yeah, but in terms of like being a part of Dill being a valid part of the continuity. And then we... I think it was inferred from her comments that it was like it it wasn't going to be taken in place. It was like something was going to happen to do with maybe the however they do faster than light travel or something. And they were going to somehow reality was going to split or something. In that way, you could say, well, then everything that took place, it's not like that that wouldn't have happened. It would have happened. It's just like it's a different timeline or something like that. It wouldn't erase them as being possible what ifs. It would just you know what I mean? It's not just like a hard retcon. There's a difference between a hard retcon and a soft retcon. It's we still don't know what the hell he planned. That's the problem. We can't say it's definitely gonna be those films that were gonna be in the trash can because every time it's been raised, someone involved in the production has said, No, 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 that isn't what's gonna happen it's going to be wait and see wait and see wait and see and the problem now is maybe we're going to wait but not we're, we're not going to see Again, it's going to be just out. We don't know what the plan was. Mm. Every time we need to speak about it, we can't because we don't know what what they were going to what their take on it was going to be.
1: To be honest, I'm more disappointed in the possibility of Bloomkamp not being involved in the franchise than I am with this film potentially yeah. not happening. Because I'm more excited. That that was the thing that always excited me was his his aesthetics. You know, his conceptual designs have always been incredible in the in the films he's done and i think he really does want to branch out and after his you know original three films do bigger projects and and different things and this was going to be a real opportunity for him for that so even if this doesn't happen in its current iteration again i would love for him to direct an alien film or hell even avp i know he probably would never do that Man, but he doesn't um, like but if if they did make it, he would be a good choice. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, saying.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. he
1: would Completely be. Agree. That is
2: one of the things that occurred to me. He he probably be really good choice as director for an AVP film. But the problem is, when he was asked, he doesn't he, he he was on record saying that he wants the the series to be separate. So I I don't know what it would take to convince him to do that. But I I agree with you. He would be a very good fit for especially the avp concept if they could in quotes do it
0: right yeah i I agree as well I mean, he has a very industrial look as well that I think mm. would suit an alien film down to a T. And just from a, a purely sort of aesthetic point of view, you know, an effects point of view, I love his creatures. I, I love his photorealistic CG of the prawns and of Chappie and stuff like that. And I would I would mm. love to have seen him mocap an alien doing some crazy sort of stuff, you know, crazy movements and looking gorgeous. It would have been amazing.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt that, but... Visual, whatever you would have thought the story visually, it would have been good. But, um, I mean, coming back to um, Weaver and Bean, one of the things I, I liked about that, not because I'm a you know, I'm a oh, Hicks and Newt fan, but it's not that, but I think one of the things that has been lacking from the films is the some kind of like. Gravitas to the chemistry between characters that Bean and Weaver they did have, and we just didn't get it with um, like Shaw and was it Holloway? Yeah, in Prometheus. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really get it there. We didn't get it with, um, you know, Sonar Lathan and uh, I forget who the Italian archaeologists were, but, but you know, that them in mean, pit. We haven't had that kind of gravitas to chemistry. Not romantic necessarily, but, it you know, there's something where they're believable as characters. Yeah. You have that willing center because they sell it to you as an audience. And they did it in the 80s, so I'm sure those same actors. They can do it just as well this time And I'm, if this doesn't happen That's one of the things I will be Disappointed by because I think That's been lacking in the series So far as well, it's not just All about visuals, it was about, you know There are things back in Alien and you see Little things like Veronica Cartwright, she does little things with a cigarette And totally make you believe In them as characters regardless of it Being on a spaceship, it could be set on an oil Rig, you would have had that same Weight to the performances and that's one of the things I'll be a bit disappointed by if this doesn't happen.
0: I think that's half the appeal for everybody as well anyway was getting a yeah. chance to see these characters interact again on, you know, on the big screen. And it's like you said, a lot of the characters in the newer films have just not had anything going for them.
2: There just isn't that chemistry.
0: Mm. I think the only interesting character I can think of from the new films has been david and that's
2: it yeah it's fast and he's on his own he's the bloody antagonist he wants to kill everyone
0: i'm with you and i can i can i can see the appeal and that was half of the appeal for me as well was a chance to see them together again being likable
1: yeah there was a real chemistry and camaraderie between the two characters and you saw that increase throughout aliens and i would have liked to have seen like oh these characters have been you know i'm not sure how it would have been in the context of bloom Kim's film but this is much later in their life so what has what their relationship become at that point would have been something really cool was, to see
2: there was a hint of it like in alien 3 where like charles dance and sigourney weaver they they kind of had that chemistry but as soon as that began he was killed off so that they just like it, that that was a film it kind of started and in an alien resurrection you know she's a Clone. She's kind of a sociopath. She doesn't really link with anyone aside from. I get an owner Rider's character kind of, but it's not the same kind of chemistry. It's more like um, a bit of a old sibling thing. It's like Ripley. Hates the older sister, and cool is a like a little sister kind of dynamic. There isn't the the same kind of weight to it as there was in the other one. Even with like Dallas, with um going back to that, I think that's kind of what. The Hicks and Ripley one, you got a hint of like how. Ripley acted with Dallas in some ways. Mm. So I think if they can return something like
0: that. There was apparently, um, according to Weaver in one of the interviews, you know, there was a lot of sort of interaction and development between her and, and Hicks in, in the script, which was something that she really liked. Mm. So we, we may be missing out, guys. We're missing out.
2: Some of the detractors on the forum, I mean, they assume it's going to be all pulse rifles and explosions, but it's like I said, everything we've had from Blomkamp, about this, about how he would have approached it. I honestly think it would be a lot more, a lot darker and more artistic than um, when they say, "Oh, he's a fanboy," and they, he's, his his favourite of the franchise is the original Alien. He wanted to return back to psychosexual stuff. He wanted to. You really got uh, some, even from a lot of the concept art. You got that sense of of scale that he's really good at in his actual film but you've got that kind of sense of scale that you could see on in the original Alien Ridley Scott wanted to do and he like for various reasons budget and so on that he, he couldn't pull off and when it came to James Cameron he pulled off he had that kind of sense of scale and I don't think it would have been like a Michael Bay type film I, I think it would I think more cerebral but It would have been a lot more measured, I think. I mean, there's going to be action in it, but I don't... His films aren't all about... They're not like Transformers style. They're they're different to what you expect when you call someone a fanboy. It's like it it doesn't have that superficial feel about his films when a lot of detractors say, oh, we don't want this to do over Alien 3, which is a valid concern, but then they go and pile on with assumptions about how his films would... Be. And when you actually look back at like District Nine, yeah, there's action in it, but it's not. It doesn't come across like a Stephen Summers film. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think is is a lot of what seems to be a, a lot of the. A,
0: assumed criticism about this project
1: yeah his films even elysium had very balanced action it was not over the top at all
0: from what he was saying in interviews you know it did sound like there was a lot of thought put into it and you know there was potential substance in these films i, I can't fault people for um you know the trepidation with it being him because I really enjoyed District Nine, I really do. I do think it gets a bit uneven. Uh, Elysium was a film that I found largely forgettable. I must be honest. Yeah. But I really enjoyed Chappie. Uh, I didn't think it was perfect. Mm. I thought that was uneven as well. But overall, I did. I did really like it. So you know, it, it's not the greatest of track records, I guess. Two okay to good films and one that's generally universally disliked. So I can I can forgive the I can forgive the trepidation. When it comes to when it comes to his involvement, but it's like we said before as well in in the last episode that we we did about Alien Five, Blomkamp's aware of his failures, his failings. Yeah. Sorry, it's great to hear that kind of thing because it means he he's work he, he knows what he needs to work on. He knows what he needs to do, yeah. do better with. And that that was another comment that was made when the postponement stuff was being reported on that it would give him time to work through the script. Blah 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 blah. You you know what I mean, don't you?
1: So mm.
0: you know i can i can understand trepidation for his involvement but on the flip side of that i'm not overly scared no
2: he's he's one of those names that like when i saw the concept art and a lot of people went oh fuck yeah we need to get the old colonial marines yada yada and i was one of the people that said look it's just concept art don't don't go mad over it i've that didn't get me like excited or whatever but it's it's the stuff he's said since It's his take on it that I thought, oh, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Oh, OK. You're going to do it? Oh, OK. It's one of those things where I've, I've since come to think, yeah, he could be. He's one of the few directors. And also, you know, he's new blood. But he's one of the few directors I could see potentially making a good job of an alien film. And it's really difficult to find someone where you go, oh, yeah, they're suitable for that subject material and that's the kind of feel I get from him. I I think hmm. he's in with a chance of at least making it entertain it, making it giving it the kind of values it needs to potentially be good. I am not I've never been excited. I've never been we need this film. I'm okay if it doesn't happen, but I just think I just am a little disappointed that it's one of those things that might be in books five, ten years from now, as you know, one of the best alien films which never was kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. we kind of got that with that Peter Briggs A V P thing, and we've heard about what it could have been, and it never came to be, and so it's kind of like passed into legend. And I, I just I don't I don't want this to happen here. If, if there's a possibility of it at least being entertaining i'm just interested there's a difference between being excited and being genuinely interested in it and seeing that there's at least potential for something great and that's that's the feeling i've, I've got here i'm not depressed oh no it's not gonna happen but I, I i'm really interested to kind of like open that pandora's box and see what all the kind of things that would have been like his
0: playthings. what he would have done with that world and I think that's probably a good place to sort of end this actually, uh, on, on, a, on a relatively positive and even note I think, so you know, for you fans out there that are really disappointed about this and do really want to see film, you know, go and back Neil Blumkamp up on Twitter, go and let Fox know uh, that you want it and I'm pretty sure that's, that's what they want, uh, what Neil Blomkamp wants, wants to hear and I'm sure a lot of you guys would like that, so as always you know make sure you're uh, sticking to avpgalaxy.net for the latest News on on Alien 3.2, Alien Covenant, and the Predator, and any anything Alien and Predator. This is Corporal Hicks,
2: Xenomorphine,
1: and Richtop signing off.